RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with... Thank God it's Friday, Val and... <laughs> and Aurora. And Aurora. Fan-freaking-tastic. Or Aurora's great. Um, yes. Hopefully at some point we're going to have a guest join us today. Um, if not, that's okay. Because... There's been a lot of garbage going down. I don't know what it is, Frank, but over the past couple days, my Twitter and and social media and even not social media, like if I'm on Citizen Free Press, where I spend most of my days um, or whatever, it's been all of these really angry trans people who are 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 yelling at, at everybody. It's, There's a lot of those angry trans people out there. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, there it's it's been video after video. I want to show you. There's a bill in Florida up right now that would ban um, that would ban transgender like therapy and and drug medical intervention for minors. So like no puberty blockers, no um, you know, no surgeries, things like that. And they've gone, they've gone off the deep end. Do you want to hear what's going on here? Sure. Here we go. This bill is Hi, I was once a trans youth, and now I'm a happy 22-year-old trans adult student at New College of Florida. Does that look like a happy adult? None of them do. Look, look, and uh, and all all of my commentary from Wednesday holds up across the board here. There is a difference between uh, 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 smiling and having the entire world saying it, telling you, don't worry, it's okay, and actually being content. There is no contentment here. And, and, and all of the pre- and post-op uh, psychological uh, psychological statistics is, uh, are, I mean, they, they tell the story. We're going to keep watching this because it's something. Hold on. This is my health care. Ma'am. Okay. Don't tread on it. Senator Yarbrough has militarized the Florida GOP into the genital Gestapo. Ron DeSantis wants trans people dead. You are committing genocide. I grew up in Germany in the aftermath of Nazis, and what you people are doing is no different. You this know, is the Nazis, they're not, is the Nazis were doing things like this. The Nazis were doing things like this to people. The experimentation, the augmenting of bodies, sewing things together, cutting things off. You're get you're upset because people are not allowing the Nazis to keep pushing this on children. That's what you're really saying. That's how that's how completely devoid of any understanding you are of history, of everything, of ethics, of everything. Unbelievable. It's uh, we're gonna keep going. Uh guess who just joined us in the waiting room? Who? The good doctor? The good doctor. Okay. Yeah, so that's great. But let's finish this real quick. And you really should be ashamed. What you are doing by signing this bill is an act of war. The way it is as it is now, my people will die. And that blood, if you support this bill, will be on your... They're talking about suicide. There's no other... Hold on. What they're, what they're, well, and what they're really saying is, uh, if you don't sign this bill, uh, my my people, like this is an Indian tribe or something, my people will die. Well, that's what I said before, but pre or post-op, we're looking at nearly 50% suicide attempt rate. So it, that doesn't change. So I, I guess that they feel that it is an abomination if people attempt suicide with their original body intact for some reason. It, I just don't understand. I don't understand this. It's so sick. It is. It's all so sick and it's so sad that this is happening to people. It's like, I don't know, to watch this kind of suffering is one thing. But for the suffering to not be, you know, to 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 have somebody be like uh, infirmed, disabled, bedridden or something like that, to see the suffering be in the form of otherwise able bodied people who are just lashing out at the world is 
Man. Talking about lashing out at the world. You know what? I'm I'm not even going to go there. Let's change. Let's go back to the original plan because otherwise it's 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 a bit of a show because I have a lot to say and I don't okay. want to All right, how am I going to do this now? It's going to look funky for a second, but that's okay. It's okay. Hold on. My people let my people go. Let my people go. That, can, you imagine, can you imagine Moses told Pharaoh, let my people hack their boobs off? I don't. Here he is. Hey. hey. Good morning. Hey, Doc. You made it. Good, good morning, Doc. <laughs> good morning. Time change, I heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on Sunday, Whoa. I think. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Screw with our biological clocks constantly. It's it's spring ahead. That was like having breakfast. You were like, it's it's like eight forty. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. But that's time okay. zones. Time zones and, and season changes. That's that's what we got over here to deal with. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the show. Um, can you say your last name so I make sure I'm saying it correctly? In which language? In English. In English, Godek. Okay, I was right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we wanna we wanna get into you and your story because I gave a little bit of an intro about you earlier, but um thank you for, for being with us um today. And tell you you were a scientist and you were a very successful scientist and you were a very successful student, and then COVID happened. So give us a little bit of the, the pre story and then what happened during COVID and, and bring us to now, and then we'll get into some other stuff. All right, so um, I don't know if I was a sexual student. As a student, I was skipping class like everybody did. Uh, I mean, I eventually passed my uh, my bachelor's, my master's, my PhD. Oh. And with time, I even got better, you know? <laughs> bachelor's was a bit of a struggle. Master's, PhD were, were another story when you're motivated, when you really study stuff you like, and not like the, the basics. Um, and I eventually got a postdoc position um, that I found myself as, and I found my own funding for the postdoc. I was writing an application for the European Union. They always have these funding calls that you also have in the US. Um, and I eventually got it. So I got my postdoc position, fine. And at the end of the postdoc position, I think it was in 2019 when I was told, okay, you have one more year of contract. So if you find yourself some follow-up funding, um, yeah, you can you can stay at the university. You can um, stay with us. You're great. You know. Uh, what were so you doing? Was, like, what kind of funding were you looking for? What was your what was your project? So back in the time, so I did my PhD in system dynamics, um, which included um, cause loop relationships, which included mo modeling. Um, so modeling so like verification. Like, if you do this, then this will happen? Um, yeah, so exactly. Like that, just way more complex. But uh, so I applied it on metabolism. So on, on our body, the body of, of animals, the body of everything that's alive. And I applied it on um, agricultural systems. So I was, uh, I got the funding for aquaponics. <laughs> so I was improving aquaponic systems in a way that they are high tech really high tech, not like the things you see on YouTube. And that's what uh, I was doing. That's what I was looking for, for the follow-up funding. So um, the follow-up funding was more into permaculture because I love the idea of permaculture being totally self, self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. So I wrote a follow-up funding, um, yeah, to integrate a um, high tech aquaponic system within the permaculture environment, including including soil biology and everything you can imagine. Um, so I wrote this in my free time because, I mean, it's my own, if, if I want to get a follow-up funding, <laughs> I have to write it, you know? So I wrote my free time. Uh, the, the chance to to get it was like 1% or even less. It, that's usually the rate. Um, and I won. So I got it in, in March 20, uh, 2021. March 2021, I got the result and I was like, oh, whoa, Simon, you, you got the money. So after but COVID... Then my, um, I mean, after COVID, I mean, COVID hit in 2020. Yeah. Um, but in, yeah, 
um, I was already active in 2020, but I was, I was I was just writing papers. I was writing papers about vitamin D, etc. They got me into trouble, but not that much trouble. Um, you know, then in 2021, beginning of 2021, I was I was creating my Twitter account. Um, <laughs> so I was uh, some followers. I was I was explaining stuff. I was I was explaining why why Drossen, for example, uh, why he's a fraud, why this PCR test is a fraud. Um, so yeah, just right after this, my university said like, okay, you won the follow-up funding, but we're not going to have you. I'm like, why? And they're like, you're too critical. I'm like, how can I be too critical being a scientist? They were like, yeah, there are people who didn't like what I said. I was like, what? They were like, yeah, regarding Frost and Copemans, etc. I was like, well, it's true. That's like, it's true. Yes, but it caused trouble. So they were like, okay, we uh, thank you for the money. We will get another unbelievable another postdoc yeah. <laughs> yeah it was unbelievable um and the story continued um uh for speaking up i lost company shares that was uh that was also it's a story i can't talk about because there's like some contract assigned um and yeah then i got to the norwegian partner so there this this was like a project with many partners there were some in africa some in some in central america and UK, Sweden, always. So I talked to them. Nobody wanted to have me. And I was like, well, do you want to have me? They're like, yeah, it's fine. I was like, you know, I have social media, right? They're like, yeah, we know your social media accounts. They were fine with this. Um, so I started working there. And right after I started working there, my Twitter account got banned. So <laughs> that's probably the reason why I was working there until recently, um, because they didn't get any they didn't get any um, no problems any, from you, right? No problems, no problem at all. Um, I had my Telegram, but you know, it was my bubbles. Was the people who like me? There were there were no people who would like send them. Look what Simon said on Telegram. This doesn't it. It didn't exist. Uh, just like Getter, nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> and you know, we all got our accounts back end of December, and that's when the shit hit the fan, um, like professional wise. Uh, so my uh, yeah. My my employer obviously got many complaints, and they kicked me out for stating what I'm stating. Um, yeah, and that's not going to the court. So, <laughs> well, you no, you um you also sued Twitter, no? <laughs> yeah, I lost. I know most so, people do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I lost because I moved to Brazil. So um, you know, I was at Dutch university, um and you know after got cancelled and life in the netherlands is expensive and i didn't have follow-up funding i was like okay what i'm doing i was so i, I removed to my partner in, here in brazil and uh so i sued twitter brazil uh and i didn't lose because of what it, it's 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 funny because i was stating stuff like oh vitamin d is is, is is healthy i was stating masks don't work i was stating i was asking questions to bill gates why he invested in biotech and a link to his own foundation website so the lawyers so i mean i was i was suing them at one lawyer and they had like 10 lawyers against me i was like why and uh they they were just in the beginning, they were just saying, like, look what you tweeted here. And we're like, it's all factual. We can prove it. And then they changed their tactics. And they just said, like, oh, we have the right to to exclude anyone we don't want to have on our website. And actually, the judge said that's correct. And the statements might be might be true. He doesn't he doesn't care. Twitter can can decide who they want on their, on their web platform and who they don't want to have on the platform. Um, that was in the same time when, when Bolsonaro said, like, everybody has the right to have social media accounts. But the judges are, I think, not that much pro-Bolsonaro, or they haven't been that time. Mm. So they were they were just saying, okay, it's fine, Twitter can exclude you. Um, case closed. It doesn't matter what if, if, if things you said were true or not. Case closed. So, yeah. Um, so I, I literally lost. I was like, hey, it, I will never be back. And uh, But yeah, um, Ellen happened, so... So we're back. So now you're with Brownstone, the Brownstone Institute. Yes, just right after I got canceled. I mean, I got canceled and I was like, I was mad. Because during one and a half years, um, they treat me like their superstar. I mean, like I have many citations. I'm, I'm quite famous in my field. Um, and there was never any critique. You can imagine every time, no critique at all. Just, just compliments. Until this one day, until this very day, <clears throat> um, I called out some people like um, Alistair McAlpine who said like, 
the vaccine is 100% safe. Those who say otherwise are are shields. And, uh, and he said, there are no side effects. And I was just taking a tweet asking me, what the heck? And yeah, there he at least said that he contacted my, my employer and, and also some other people claimed to do so. <laughs> and in a private Skype call, <clears throat> excuse me, in a private Skype call, um, my my ex boss even said like there were like external complaints. That was one day before they fired me, and that was just just in, just these days when I called out the shields. You know, I mean, I didn't say hey 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 fuck you for what you were saying. I was just taking their quote and, and confronting them with their own with their own statement. If you're if you're uh, not following um, <laughs> on Twitter, it's it's a very entertaining Twitter feed <laughs> all okay. the time. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen it. It's it's. Great. I mean, no scruples. He'll just go after people. And he's constantly helping uh, people to, you know, find accounts that are doing good work and the same thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, you don't care. And I love it. I no. think it's great. No. He doesn't care. He just and calls it out. The thing, I, I, I don't cuss them out. I don't say like, hey, you should be, you know, uh, you should be hung. You should be executed. You should go to jail. Uh, okay, I say you should go to jail to Fauci. But I mean, like those people I call out, um, I just take their statement. I ask them, do you still do you still agree with what you said like one year ago? And, and that's, that's all. I mean, yeah, that's that's all I do. And uh, yeah, well, I think they got me fired pretty, pretty sure. So right after I got dismissed, um, I actually didn't even get dismissed. They just said like me via private chat, like, oh, you're not gonna work for us anymore. And they wanted me to sign, sign a contract with just like a mutual, uh, <laughs> you know, they didn't even fire me because they don't have any valid reason. Uh, however, um, <clears throat> so I was without work and I, t I, I t put it on Twitter because I was like, okay, screw it, I'm just gonna say it. And, and then Brown's Institute, three hours later, they were like, okay, we're gonna take you as a fellow. So- Which, uh, which is fantastic. Which is great. I mean, uh, great people, amazing people, open-minded people, uh, libertarians, um, and yeah. I'm now I can write articles. I don't have to, by the way, uh, but I want to write articles about uh, everything. I always want to write about. I'm super excited. Um, so there's not a lot to worry uh, about now. Of course, it's it's far from my uh, from my. Uh, um, the salary I got in, in Norway, I mean, Norwegian salary is like <laughs> probably the best you can get. Um, but at least it's uh, it's it's helping out a lot. And um, and it's great to not, I don't have to be afraid every day, oh, well, will someone report me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, that, that was, of course, an issue. Yes, I, I, did, I did lots of self-censoring. Um, but I was it's still just, very open-minded about this. Just ridiculous. That, uh, well, we talk about it all the time where you have a, you have people who go through all this, all this schooling, all this study, all this this higher these these institutes of higher learning to grab and uh, achieve these degrees and to attain these degrees and and to uh, yeah I mean you do everything to do what I mean where's the autonomy at the end of it where you're 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 not able to actually uh, put it to use you're now the the fact that you find it to be a a major victory that you can finally put all of your schooling and all of your your training to work and write freely on things that you want to talk about it, it makes it makes a lot of people especially during the pandemic lockdowns whatever you want to describe it as it made a lot of people really wonder what's the point of being a doctor or or anything if uh you can only operate in a very specific way if you can only say very specific things and you can't deviate, uh, what what the hell is all the training for? If all you're really doing is uh, repeating what someone higher up the chain says you have to yeah. say. But I can tell you, I mean, the whole training is, uh, I mean, the whole training of the university and school is just to indoctrinate you. <laughs> so actually you're trained to not be critical, you know? So I just know almost all of my colleagues are zero critical or were zero critical. There was no criticism. Because those who are critical already, already like selected. Like, there's like some pre-selection. Okay, that can't make it to the master. That can't make it to the PhD because they're too critical. So um, students who question the narrative, they just get get just get an F. For example, I was uh, I was in a class where we were told by someone who's uh, who was part of the um, 
what's it called club of rome you know was telling us oh the whole climate change is all co2 dependent just like solely co2 and i was like doesn't make sense plants love co2 and in the past there were the co2 levels were much higher and and he he got mad i mean it was a professor he got mad at me he was like you can't say that and like just asking and so you know there's some pre-selection and usually people who who get the masses they're the less critical people and if you see, you already see that those who have the phd are already more critical because i mean i think during the phd you learn how to be critical i i learned how to be critical during my phd especially um before that i was um, partly indoctrinated um i mean it's part of the education system um but the more i learned the more critical i became and i'm like super critical towards everything and i i totally see what's happening because i just came outside the system you know <laughs> i was at a university and you could if i talked about climate change i would be the only one who would be like critical at least a bit of a bit critical when i say like look all of these models they didn't they didn't happen like yeah, yeah, yeah they were maybe not accurate but the new ones are you know <laughs> so you always had these weird discussions about anything and eventually i was the only one who was unvaxxed at the at like literally from i was the only one of hundreds at least who admitted to be unvaxxed um so there's hardly any criticism and and that's why you also see if you go on on, on, on twitter for example there are many professors and most of them have pronouns in their in their bio and and rainbow flags and i don't know uh many people are very uncritical nothing is rainbow flags i mean uh, the original idea is great but i mean like you know what's happening right now with this um but yeah the many people are academia's vogue um you nowadays you only make it to you can only publish your studies if you have a name like a name as in if for example, Peter Hotez, he can publish in Nature, he can publish in, in, uh, in what else, Lancet, in the Lancet. He can publish anywhere and he can publish the biggest trash ever. He, he called people who are critical terrorists who should be who should be hunted down by the military. And it got published in the Lancet. Imagine, I mean, like, uh, if, I, if I sent a paper to the Lancet, which is like, which is like great, which is, for example, vitamin D or aquaponics or whatever, which is like top notch. They wouldn't take me because I don't have a name, you know. Uh, so it's basically so a problem. popularity contest now. It's a popularity contest. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah, my I opinion. mean, I don't think anyone would disagree with you who's there. I've talked to a bunch of people who, you know, they, they concur with what you're saying. <laughs> Let's get into the vitamin D thing, okay? Because yeah. you, I, I'm going to learn a lot today because as much as I know from talking to you over time, I still don't really understand it all myself. When did you discover, like, were you, were you focused on vitamin D before COVID? Yeah, yeah, far before COVID. So I had a relationship which was very unfortunate many times back with a borderline person. And I thought like, okay, that's fixable. <laughs> so I was making really crazy diagrams and, you know, cause loop diagrams, which were like, would cover a whole wall, you know, you know, from uh, what's it called? The brilliant mind or something. There's this, oh, there's this beautiful there's mind, this beautiful mind. Exactly. And he was make mine looked like these, uh, they were as huge. And I was checking out like all the interrelationships <clears throat> between, between elements, between everything you have and, and the metabolism. So causal loop uh, relationships. Um, we got literally everything from diet to stress, external, internal factors. So I was making a, a huge graph, which included vitamin D. Now I was figuring out that vitamin D is actually the shit, you know, that's that's what you need, vitamin D and omega-3. So these, this was, was my, my take. Um, so I, I had so much material, so much material, which, which, which I never published, but when COVID hit, so in 2020, um and i it was in march or april 2020 and i saw the the response the measures i was like why don't they talk about vitamin d that was, was that was my question i was like if there is a virus and back then i was 100 sure there were viruses and that all of this is real uh but i never saw it as a pandemic but i was like okay if it's really a pandemic um if it's really more dangerous than the flu why don't they why don't they tell everybody to take vitamin D and it didn't happen, didn't happen. I was asking people and everyone was like, what? So what I did, I was writing a publication. So I was taking my, all my old stuff, all my, all my studies, all these 
200, 300 studies I read about vitamin D and I had to have a very nice archive and I put it into an article. And I was saying like, hey, if you take vitamin D, take vitamin K2 as well and I explained why. Uh, yeah, and it actually became an article um, and I published it and, 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 and literally nothing happened besides that my former employer got some mails that I was sp spreading fake news. But I mean, like, <clears throat> it was a minor thing. <laughs> at least this is what I got. But that made me more skeptical. I was like, okay, this is fake news and they're sending emails. What is their agenda, you know? Yeah. So this is how I got into vitamin D. <laughs> and, and yeah, I try to educate people more and more about this. Um, but I think the publication I published back then is, is literally um, all you need to know to understand the metabolic pathway and to understand uh, how vitamin D works within your body, um, which well, is super complex. We, maybe we shouldn't talk about that, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Give us a... Uh, Go ahead, is there any, Yeah, any, any way to make it not complex? Uh, like I, if, I have for, to... For, if, you're, if you're sitting down with a lay person and, uh, and you want to tell them, you want to you express to them how important vitamin D is and what it, what it does to fortify the body or turn the corner in a uh during a uh a process of being sick um what, what what would you tell them without having to go all lancet on them um yes so I'd, i would usually say um either by taking vitamin d in a dietary form so d2 or even better d3 or sunlight exposure you know um leads to literally vitamin D in your blood, you know, and then you have this enzymatic um, conversion from vitamin D to 25-OHD. And just like all these conversions of, of vitamin D in a more bioavailable form, well, like the form you require, the final form, you need magnesium. So, um, yeah, it's it's quite hard to describe because there's so many interactions. But what what it actually does as soon as soon as you have a um, serum twenty five OHD, so vitamin D in your in your blood, you know vitamin D that's that's uh, that's at the final form that's that um, that's um, usable that, that the body requires. Mm -hmm. Put it like this: it reduces inflammation and inflammatory markers, um, TNF alpha, for example, and it's it also um, yeah, and that way it, it increases the immune function. Let's put it like this. Um, it's in a very simple way. I should I, I should actually write an article that that, that explains um, how it works and into the detail and explain every step. Maybe that's 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 a good idea. But what it literally does it it activates your immune system, and it it, it decreases inflammations within your body, just like just like uh, omega three does. And in my publication, I was I was saying, okay, if you only take if you only take vitamin D, and this is crucial, it 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 can lead to calcification. So there are many shills like on Twitter and elsewhere that say, hey, um, hey Simon, um, vitamin D is dangerous. It can it can make you it can make you sick, etc. It's true, yeah, um, because if you take a high dose of vitamin D, um, the calcium. Um, is remains in the veins, you know, remains in the bloodstream. So you need to take K2 so that it gets um, deposited in the in the bones. All right. So that way, by taking K2, you avoid calcification or kidney stones or whatever. So if you take D3 together with K2 and magnesium, of course, because without magnesium, the vitamin D wouldn't even uh, wouldn't even um, be in the form that's required. Um, but if you combine all these three things, there is actually um, there's actually no way it, it it it's dangerous at all. Like it's like zero danger. It's just it's just good for your health. I mean, um, if you look at the average blood serum level um, of an, um, the average American person, I think it's it's about ten to twenty nanograms per liter. I think it's fifteen. As yeah. uh, recently said, fifteen. And then we have the colored uh, fraction of the um, fraction of the society, and theirs is even below ten. There, theirs is so low they actually could could die from a flu or COVID. You know, uh, so um, what we know is levels above forty or even fifty. Fifty is even better. 
people will will not even get sick and it's it so if you have high vitamin d levels likelihood to get even cancer to get whatever disease is is not close to zero but quite close to zero it's very unlikely that you get sick at all and that's what the studies show but of course uh, what do our health ministers health secretaries say they say like oh 20 is enough 20 is sufficient you know high levels are dangerous it's just not true because they just tell half the truth they don't tell oh if you take it with k2 you don't have to worry it can be 120 130 and it's you're you're gonna be totally fine i mean i say 80 is perfect and if you have 80 there's nothing to worry about. Wait, eighty. So, so every day, how how much are you taking? So I'm I'm taking seven thousand. I took seven thousand per day. Now I'm taking five thousand because I'm I'm outside a lot every day. I'm outside for one or two hours in the sun uh, because I'm living. I'm, I'm working on a permaculture um, system here, but I have around um, eighty eighty five two years ago at around sixty seven. Um, and it, it will it will just stay like this. But I, I, I never get sick. I never get anything. And uh, I'm just a super healthy person. I don't even have health insurance um, because I don't need it. Um, of course, if I break a bone, I would have to go to hospital or like. But I mean, like in Brazil, it's affordable. Um, but yeah, I don't even need health insurance because I know that um, yeah, that vitamin D will will keep me healthy. If you yeah. think about back in the day like way back in the day when we were little cavemen, we were outside all the time. Vitamin D was a constant for us. Like we were constantly in the sun. Now that's that's not so much the case anymore. So I always kind of rebel against anyone who's saying this natural thing that comes from nature is not good for you. Um, exactly. It and guess, guess, why, guess why you're white? Because your ancestors were like in, probably in Europe or Northern Europe, and they, they got much less sun than people in Africa. Italy. That's Italy. <laughs> 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 All right, but still there, much less sun, you know? So, evolutionary wise, we adopted to the sun. Um, and that's why I always say if you're a, people of, a person of color, please take vitamin D or get at least your level uh, test because. Um, this Western lifestyle, you know, the Maasai in, in, in Kenya, they have blood serum levels around 60, 70, but they're outside all day long in the sun. And the, the sun in Kenya, I, I used to live in Kenya. Um, it would burn me. I would I would become a lobster after five minutes uh, if, I, if I didn't use sunscreen or a hat or or long sleeves. But they stay in the sun for the whole day and they have they're very healthy uh, blood serum levels. But if you are like uh, living in a Western society and a person of color and you're wearing clothes, you know, and you're staying inside, you work in an office, you're hardly outside, you put yourself at risk, at very high risk. And so it keeps uh, your that, it keeps your immune system under control, basically. Like it keeps your yeah. immune system functioning optimally. And yes, it's regulatory. It's a, it's a immune system regulatory um, hormone or vitamin. Uh, it's a hormone, but I call it vitamin because hormone doesn't sound that good. It sounds like what cattle gets, you know, to grow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's yeah, it's it's regulating your immune system. Totally, like yeah. So it keeps it keeps your basically it diminishes inflammation, which is why one of the reasons why it was good when people were sick with COVID, and yes, and it. Reg it, it and you talk about cancer because as we know cancer is just a problem where your immune system's not working properly and it allows um cells to grow out of control because it's not working properly so and it activates t cells which is also important so uh, the t cell activation uh, is is also um very important for having a proper immune function so it's not just the inflammation part but it's also the t cells um yeah, so this is what it does. Um, so I have this publication, so people can look it up. I think let me let me look up the name. I even forgot that it's called Vitamin D and K two and their potential contribution to reducing the COVID nineteen mortality rate. And there I have quite some complex causal loop diagrams. Um, I pulled the paper up, but I couldn't I couldn't view it. So if you could send me um, in the Zoom chat, can you send me a link and I'll put it on screen while you talk? Yes. All right. Uh, I can I can do that. So here's the figure. No, I just find the Zoom chat. Ah, uh, here it is. There's a chat. So this is, for example, a figure. Okay. All right, just a minute. Okay, it's on screen now. 
So what we're looking at is what happens. I can't do diagrams like this. My brain doesn't work this way. That's a small one. So I just took like 1% of my very huge diagram <laughs> and I, I extracted for the paper. But this is literally the part of the metabolic pathway of vitamin D within the body and the impact it has. And I even added like lipoic acid, CBD, et cetera. I added some stuff that actually don't belong there um, just because they were also part of my other um, bigger uh, closed loop diagram. And I just want to say, okay, if you want to do more, you can take this as well. I think I even mentioned this in the paper. So if you want to do this and that, um, but you can actually see K you need K2 input, what it does, you know, uh, K2 you in the blood. This? Can you explain all this to us? K2, magnesium, how it works? Oof. Okay. I, I will try. I will, I will <laughs> try. All right. So you get D3 in your bloodstream, D3, vitamin D is vitamin D3. Okay. And there's some, there are uh, approximately 300 enzymes in the body that are dependent on magnesium. And one of them is this one to convert D3 into serum 25 OHD, which you see at the left side. So you can see the more uh, D3 you have, you see there's there, there's this there's this B next to magnesium. It's got it's a, it's a more it's a it's a balanced loop. The more you have, the less magnesium. The more magnesium, the less magnesium. The, the more magnesium, the more uh, D3. So um, you need a they 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 will remain in balance, all right. But it tells you that you need magnesium in order to have uh, serum twenty five OHD. And the impact of, of, of the vitamin D, um, of the serum um, vitamin D, you can see here at the at the bottom part of uh, of the of the diagram. And it has it, these are just some examples, at least um, of the impact. But you can see it, it's it's T cell regulatory. It's and which then again leads to a better immune system. This is the bottom part, just like very roughly um, explained. Um, and indirectly, of course, you have the um, you have um, yeah you have less inflammation markers and you have less inflammation when when you have a good vitamin D level. The same accounts to omega three, but that's a different story. And then there you have the top right part, um, which deals with K two. So K two in the blood uh, literally stores the the calcium in in the bones if you don't the calcium so if you just have if you have a high um vitamin d blood serum level the calcium gets extracted from the bones okay and they remain in the bloodstream this can cause this can cause issues how do you know the to, ratio how do you like how do you know the ratio and is it dependent on your weight or your hmm. anything like that so with K2, so actually in the past, I think it's, it's 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 regulating itself more or less. In the past, we were eating lots of fermented food, um, which includes vitamin K, I think in the form of K1, but it includes vitamin K. So fermented foods and going outside and working in the sun, so our body, you know, <laughs> was getting all it needs. And uh, I think excess K2 just like uh, ends up in the urine, but I don't know. Okay, don't don't take this, but that's what I think. <laughs> as with many with many vitamins you take um at least if you have if you have sufficient vitamin k so uh i always say if you if you take vitamin d doesn't matter how much you always take 200 micrograms of k2 per day and, and you should be fine you can also eat lots of uh, homemade sauerkraut kimchi kombucha and you should also be fine um but of course it's the safest to just take vitamin d together with k2 um, so in, in my case, five five thousand units of of D three and two two hundred micro, um, uh, micrograms of 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 K two, and uh, and everything is in is in good balance. My my D three D three comes with K two in the drops already. It's D three and K two yes. in the drops. So if uh, yes, if I take if I take five thousand to depending on the day and how I'm feeling, ten thousand um, IU a day of that. What what would the balancing magnesium be every day? So regarding magnesium, um, yeah, there's there's some ratio. There's some ratio regarding magnesium. I think it's 
Oof. Well, That's you, so real quick, just I think to it's jump 50, in. I think I have it. I think it's 50 milligrams per, per 1000, um, units. Um, so I have your website up, by the way, I just wanted to show people real quick because he actually, um, yeah. created a vitamin D solution called Sunfluencer. And yeah. he created this because of this very reason that we're talking about it. And it's kind of been like a side passion project for him, but now he's focusing on it because he's somewhat unemployed um <laughs> but he has in here 150 micrograms of magnesium 200 micrograms of milligrams milligrams please is milligrams it says mcg is that micrograms or milligrams mg is milligrams yeah the magnesium says 150 mcg is that it it shouldn't say mcg let me let me check typo. it really says mcg yes so typo typo okay oh, i'll get this boy. out <laughs> but if you if you click on it if you click on it then then they should open uh it says milligrams when you open it yeah here we go All so right. there, there, there's a typo we, we found one we do real time <laughs> life Q, QM. so okay so it's yeah. 150 milligrams of magnesium he knows his yeah. product 200 um micrograms of k2 125 yeah. micrograms of vitamin d which is 5000 iu uh, 5000 yeah. yeah and then he's got also quercetin in here iodine selenium boron which he'll explain in a second um but yeah it's all in one it's all in one supplement or solution this is your all you need besides omega-3 which is super essential as well um and the reason, and there's zinc in there as well, which is all supporting enzymatic activities in the immune system. So magnesium and zinc are super important for enzymes within the body. And there's not that much of a zinc deficiency, but there is a very, almost everybody of us is, is magnesium deficient. Almost everybody. So we need, as I said, we need about 50 um, milligrams of, <laughs> of magnesium for every 1,000 IU of 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 D three, but we already um, have some a dietary input, um, and the studies say that approximately people take 50, 40, 50 percent um, like the amount is forty or fifty percent uh, deficient. So the amount you take is is not enough. So you should double your dietary intake per day. So that's why I defined the magnesium intake per, for 150 mil, um, milligrams per day. Um, and it's in the form of magnesium citrate, in the form of magnesium malate, and uh, um, ascorbate. So ascorbate is a vitamin, D, vitamin C, mm -hmm. and that's why I added quercetin to the product, because it ampli amplifies, it boosts the vitamin C. And that's the only reason. If I if I took too much quercetin, it's it's not good for the for the gut. So it it could cause uh, issues with the gut. So there are many products that can that include 200, 300, up to 500 milligrams of quercetin. If you take it every day, oh, you might have some gut issues. So I just kept it low, just like to to amplify, um, to boost the vitamin C, which is part of the magnesium uh, ascorbate. What um, about iodine? And, uh, Talk to us about how iodine fits in here, because Frank loves his iodine. Iodine, is, iodine, and, and selenium uh, actually both are super important for for the for thyroid function. And thyroid function again is 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 very important for for the immune system for the overall health actually. So um, I had Hashimoto's, and I would I, I had like a neck like this, but not because it was working out, but because of my thyroid. <laughs> And I, I, I started like vitamin D, K2, magnesium, iodine, selen uh, selenium. And yeah, and my doctor was shitting bricks. He was, when he saw my blood, my blood levels after, after six months, he's like, it can't, it is impossible. Your, your thyroid is healthy. So you cured uh, yourself basically. Did you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, people don't believe me that I had Hashimoto. At least they said I had Hashimoto. Maybe I didn't, <laughs> but they said I had it. And uh, now my thyroid is working perfectly. So no more brain fogs. I'm super, I'm super focused on any, everything. So yeah, I, I mean, cure yourself is a bit, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, um, maybe I did. I was, I was cutting, I was cutting carbs and I was, I was literally taking everything, which is here on the list besides quercetin, which I, which I, which I never took, but added to the product because uh, of my, of my research and, and borum, borum I take in the form of borax. Um, which I, which I think is, is, 
is a good form, but uh, you know, you, you can't put borax into into a product. It's illegal. Yeah, just, I, you just, know, it's funny that you yeah. say that because you got Frank. Go ahead. No, no, it's just uh, I I don't know. I, I haven't used it, but I know my grandparents used it. I have a couple of friends yeah. who uh, I worked in a I worked in a neighborhood pharmacy all through high school and college, and uh, that was that was on a shelf with the the skull and crossbones on it. And then when I when I had uh, a couple of friends later in life tell me that oh yeah I use I, I I I drink a little bit of you know they told me how they use I never did did but I know that there's a big split on how this is this could be applied and how it's very beneficial but of course uh, you, the more people you ask in the mainstream the more they'll tell you it's a poison it should be stayed away from it's it's probably one of the most magical things you can take it binds heavy metals. So uh, if whenever you eat fish, for example, fresh fish from the sea, and they 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 include heavy metals, um, mercury, for example, just take a glass of water and just like the tip of a knife of borax, and it just binds all these heavy metals right away. And so uh, borax to me is, is 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 magic, and I think it's 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 very important to. Um, yeah, to take it now and then, but but boron is also fine. I mean, like to, at least to to tackle boron deficiency. In the next version of the product, I'll probably increase boron a bit because I'm I'm now reading more studies on boron. I was never getting too much into boron, but the more I read, the more I'm sure that I I, I could increase it a bit. I mean, like for zero point four, it will help, but maybe I can get get it up to four. Um, I mean, what's your opinion? Like, what's your opinion on activated charcoal? I don't know. But uh, what I read, at least, I mean, I read maybe two or three studies about this. It's it, it helps, but I haven't I haven't looked into it yet, like all the way, because there are so many there's so many things that people claim is, is great, but I think actually charcoal doesn't doesn't harm you. I mean, like, what doesn't harm you can't be that bad. Um, yeah. So somebody is asking where in your diet do you get magnesium from like where does it come from what foods beef liver liver is great beef liver i mean i so, think it's disgusting so i, I prefer my chicken liver <laughs> or you just take beef um grass-fed beef or leafy greens so spinach is, is great for example and so it, if you it's keto if you eat <laughs> keto keto just eat keto just eat keto yeah. Paleo. If you have a paleo diet, more or less, uh, you're, you're totally fine with magnesium. There's nothing to worry about. But no, most people eat cereals, sugar, and and all these, th like sugar, stress, and all that extracts magnesium from your body. So the more stress you have, the more alcohol you drink, the more sugar you eat, uh, the more drugs you take, they all literally bind magnesium and get it out of your body. So uh, they consume magnesium put it in late uh, layman terms you, but uh do you, yeah, a polio diet would help yeah yeah excuse me yeah sorry no it's okay I, did you do you feel comfortable i don't know if you do speaking about what we talked about the other day with your professor or the person you were working next to and the autoimmune disease that we talked about oh yeah we we, we can we can we can do that it's, it's quite an interesting story we only have it's about five minutes, but it, it, it's. I want to just get it out there. Maybe we'll have you back to go over it in detail. Yes, it's about um, MS, and I was learning these causal loop diagrams from a, from a professor in Iceland, and he had a son who actually had MS, and just by putting him into onto paleo diet and uh, and having him eat blueberries literally <laughs> all day long, and of course uh, also giving him some some supplements um i don't know which ones exactly but he has a publication about this he literally cured his son's multiple um, sclerosis and he also treated many people in hospitals who had seizures and um and yeah and they were they were put on i think on, on some grain juice <laughs> which includes gluten so he cut out totally the gluten gave the person blueberry juice um, as an injection more or less into the into the stomach and this person woke up and didn't die. So there, the crazy story he told me, he told me, and he wrote a whole book about this, but it was never really published. And I think he said that that it was literally unpublishable. 
Hmm. Um, and so I was like, I was in the Netherlands and I, I watched TV and they always had like, oh, this is the MS. Um, they had like some organization NGO about MS or curing MS. And I sent them the, the book. They were like, not interested at all. <laughs> like, they were like, no, stay away with this. And I was like, what? It's the cure. <laughs> And yeah, but they didn't. They didn't want to read it. They didn't even want to talk about this. So uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm done with this. It's 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 just insane that they hide important medical information from us. Be this our diet. Be this vitamin D. Be this whatever. It's it's sad. It's almost like they want us to all be sick or something. It's it, of uh, course. Who would ever think that they'd want us to all be sick all the time? So I know. <laughs> Frank, you have a question for the amazing Dr. Godek before we let him go. I want to give everybody, first I want to say, this is not sponsored. So I get zero benefit from this. There's no financial incentive whatever whatsoever for me other than this is a really awesome solution. And I know that this man knows what the hell he's talking about. So I want to show it to you. That's first to get that out of the way. But I didn't pay you, no. <laughs> no, you did not pay me and I will not be getting paid. Uh, Frank, go ahead. I, no, I just wanted to thank the doctor for for showing up and talking with us. I know that we could probably go for hours more, but uh, this was uh, this was nice. And you know, for, basically for the most part, that we, I, I think that on a basic level, when we talk about vitamin D, magnesium, and K, uh, I, I think that that is something that has been a little bit more of a widely circulating um, uh, topic that a lot that we've been able to uh, assimilate into our lives over the last couple of years. So it's great to hear a little bit more background behind it and and reaffirm that we're 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 on the right track for for really committing to simple regimen uh, vitamin and and hormone regimens like this. Yeah, it's great. So you guys can go to sunfluencer.com, great name, s u n f l u e n c e r.com and check it out, see if you like it. Um follow uh Dr. Godek on Twitter. He's at there's a Sunfluencer account too, but he is at G-O-D-D-E-K-E-T-A-L. Or if you're on Telegram, what's your Telegram? I'm Godek, just my surname. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you, Doctor. I thank you too. Awesome. Thanks for being here. And um, you have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with... Thank God it's frankly... And <laughs> beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, even though it's spring ahead um, on Rumble and Getter and Twitter. And make sure you check out Frank's show Monday through Friday on Rumble and also at QuiteFrankly.tv, 7 p.m. Eastern, guys. And we'll be back here on Monday. Later. Later.